This is the Maxing You Podcast. Maxing You Podcast. Where dating extraordinaire, fitness expert, and former Miss Marilyn talks all things self-growth and relationship elevation. She's got you covered on mindfulness, fitness, nutrition, relationships, and self-care. You got a girl that could finally do it all. You're one place to listen to for all the things that matter. Now, here's your host, Coach T. Hi guys, it's Coach T with another episode of Maxing You Podcast. And today we have a special guest. His name is Greg Reed. If you haven't heard about Greg, you will find him completely invaluable after listening to today's podcast. He's a mover and shaker in the business world. Greg is the founder of an event called Secret Knock, which Forbes named the can't miss conference for entrepreneurs for three years in a row and entrepreneur magazine named him a top five speaker. He's a TEDx speaker, a Microsoft think and grow rich author series speaker, all of that good stuff. Greg has got so much insight. And so today we're talking about turning obstacles into opportunities. These are nuggets that we can all apply to our life and businesses. Take a listen. So guys, welcome to another episode of Maxing You. I've got Greg Reed on with us and you've heard the intro. Greg is an awesome guy. He's done a ton of things. So I'm going to let Greg tell us a little bit about himself and sort of his journey um, in this, this whole entrepreneurship world. Yeah. First of all, you and I go way back. So it's great to see you again. And yep. yep, there you go. And door number two. Hi, everyone. For those who don't know me, I'm a regular cat. You know, I live here in San Diego, California. I've been published in 110 books, 45 languages, and I make movies and do events and all that good stuff. But the big claim to fame is that I got a really cool son named Colt Asher Reed. That's my pride and joy. Oh, I love it. I love it. So you are the founder of Secret Knock, right? So tell us a little bit about that for those who are unfamiliar. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. So again, what happened is my full-time job. Now, this is a great racket if you can get it. Is I travel around the world to meet the most powerful and influential humans alive. And then I get to tell their stories in book and film. And people kept asking, how do I meet your friends? So I started an event in my living room 14 years ago uh, with 12 people. And I said, you can come meet some of them. And it became kind of like a mastermind. And from there, it grew and grew and grew. And now we're Forbes Inc. entrepreneurs, top, you know, acknowledged business event in the world. And it's the craziest conference because it costs thousands of dollars to go. You have to apply to attend. Mm -hmm. And then we won't tell you where it is or who will be there. <laughs> go figure. It's a secret. Yeah, but they know they're getting good stuff. I mean, your events have so many accolades. It's unreal. So, okay, these are interesting times. I think one of the, the things that we like to talk about here are sort of motivating people. And I know that you're great at that. So I wanted to sort of ask, what's some of your advice about turning obstacles into opportunities? Because this year, you know, it's been an obstacle for I think most people, it's been a little different, right? And so some people have been able to turn those into opportunities. Some people are still trying to figure it out. So I'd love to hear what you have to say on that. Well, the scientific version is called RAS, Reticular Activator System. The law of attraction, people think it's the woo-woo, whatever you think about naturally comes to be. But it's the same concept as you've heard a thousand times. If you talk about a brand new red truck, as soon as you get on the freeway, you see red trucks because you're looking for it. Right now, if I said light switches, you'd look around the room or office and see light switches. They're always there until you decide to look for them, you don't see them. That's where the saying comes from when a student's ready, a teacher appears, they're already there. Well, around us, there's opportunities. Just as there's challenges and you know obstacles, there's also golden gems of opportunities. And it's almost like a slingshot. 
Because if you think about it, right now, things have been pulling back, pulling back, pulling back, people are making do. When things open up again, it's going to come so fast, so furious. You better be prepared for it. And we did a good job hunkering down, preparing ourselves for the worst case scenario. I believe now we guys are laying the foundation and looking for the upside of this because this too shall pass. No, that's great. That's that's absolutely the case. And so you've got lots of cool friends who've been part of the secret knock. So do you have any particular story of any of these cool, famous people that we know about, like who have overcome an obstacle? Like, of course, many of them have. But is there any story that sticks out to you? And I ask this because most of us look at the Instagram, we look at the social media and the news and we're like, oh, wow, they're here. But they were at times in another place. So yeah. Are there any that stick out to you? Every one of them. And what's nice is that first there's a dream, then there's a challenge, and then there's victory. Unfortunately, everyone was in the challenging times, and we only tell the stories about the people, that 1% that kept going. I They're know. not better than us. They're just, they just kept going. You know, it's, it's, it's that old quote, if you find yourself going through hell, keep going. Because right. the other side of it, there's something positive. And for, uh, let me give you a million stories. I mean, I'll start with this one because it's right here, the cell phone. The guy who invented it, Marty Cooper. I remember, you know, I went to him and I says, you know, how do you overcome your greatest challenges and weaknesses and setbacks? And Napoleon Hill said, our greatest success will always come just one step beyond our greatest setback. But you have to have stickability. Remember, eye on the prize, right? Dream, struggle, victory. And he says, you know, when I did this, phone. Everyone thought I was crazy. He goes, but I wouldn't quit. And he goes, it reminds me of the spider monkey. He said in the rainforest, you can't catch it and wiry. It's too nimble. You can't catch the spider monkey, but one hunter figured it out. He took a heavy log, drilled a tiny hole, dropped a peanut inside and left it at the base of the jungle. The monkey smelled the nut, come down, reach his hand and grab a hold of it. Become so big, you can't pull it back out, become anchored to the log. All he's got to do is let go, but he thinks that nut's nutrition. It's saving him holds on with dear life. The hunter comes by an hour later, captures the elusive spider monkey. But the moral is, are you holding on to your own nut in life right now? But it could be in that form of that job or that deal or fear or guilt or remorse or relationship or a house. And what we're holding on with dear life thinking it's saving us like the monkey thought the nut was, could also be the thing that's leading to our own demise. Sometimes we have to have the courage to simply let go, adapt and adjust so we can live to fight another day. Oh, I love it. Of course I would. I love when you say these things. Very good. Here's another one. It's so interesting. This guy, I did this new book. I don't know if I got one right here. It's called Success in Something Greater. Excuse me while I lean over here and see if I grab one. Um, it's kind of interesting. Napoleon Hill, before he passed away, was going to write this book and he never got it published. So they gave it to Sharon and Electra and I after we did Three Feet from Gold and let us do it. And one of the people we interviewed, this guy's name's Fred. And I, I said, what was your greatest accomplishment? And he goes, oh, that's easy. He goes, I had this invention um, and I sold the patent for uh, 75 grand. I go, what is it? He goes, oh, the jet ski. You know, the two person jet ski where you ride. I go, <laughs> I go, okay. And he started talking. I go, wait, 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 Fred. I go, you, you, you invented the jet ski and you sold it for 75 grand. He goes, yeah. And he goes, so let me tell you about this thing. I go, Fred, <laughs> stop for a second. I go, you do know that's a billion dollar brand. He goes, oh, absolutely. He goes, that's why I'm so proud. And he started talking something else like, Fred, <laughs> goes, no, no, no. I go, you, you, you had the idea, you sold for 75 grand. That must kill you. It must eat you alive to see it thriving. Yeah. And he stopped and he looked at me, he says, no. He says, that 75 grand at that time was all the money I needed. 
He goes, it saved my house from foreclosure. He goes, a few of the employees that have been with me for years, I finally got them caught up in their back wages. He goes, it was the first time in my adult living existence that I slept all the way through the night. He goes, it was miraculous. He goes, I had so much free time. I started cleaning out the attic and I found this little metal die cast car I played with as a kid. A buddy of mine's in NASCAR, so I put his number on it and I gifted it to him. Well, the other drivers, they got jealous and they wanted their own car. So much so that NASCAR came up and bought the rights from it for over $161 million. And he yeah. says, as an entrepreneur, sometimes you have to do a deal in order to get you through to do another deal. Oh, I love that. And what was his name? For those who want his to- His name Fred. Yeah. Get the, get the book. You, know, you can read all about that Fred. So where can we get the book? Amazon? Is it on Amazon? Yeah, of course. But you go to Barnes and Noble, like old fashioned and buy one off the thing. Go to the airport and pick, pick one up before you yeah. fly on your next plane. You know, what's interesting is I've got, I think, four or five books at Barnes and Noble right now. And I think uh, the other ones are at the airports. It's, it's going pretty cool, even though people aren't traveling as much. Uh, the main thing, the main thing though, is to get your project out there. Everyone watching this, you got something to share. What's common sense to use is genius to someone else. Get it out. Oh, absolutely. So for you during this whole pandemic situation, how did you find inspiration amid the chaos? Well, surround yourself with people that are getting the results you want. Listen, I promise you, never did I call people that whine, complain, bitch, moan. That's not the circle I run in. I would call people that are going, hey, what's the solution? What's a pivot point? What can we do differently? And right. we're comparing notes. And what's also interesting is our competition became our collaborators. And mm -hmm. Hill would always talk about that competition, you know, collaboration over competition. And I, I'm seeing that more and more today, especially because we're all trying to get, you know, get through this. But when things open up, I hope people remember. I'll give you an example. If you're in a strip mall and you have a pizza parlor, and you hate the guy who's in the corner, he's a liquor store, and ever, you know, fight over parking spaces and trash or whatever. You guys don't like each other. Imagine coming together as a collective and say, hey, let's, let's make a truce. Say, so I'll make a deal. Every time someone orders a pizza from me, give me some gift certificates. I'll give them a discount for a bottle of wine. And every time someone buys a bottle of wine, give them a gift certificate for a piece of pizza. And he goes, if we did that together, both of our business would expand. And I think it's time that we start looking at those opportunities because, again, they're all around us. So what about those people who are thinking, well, you know, I'm going to be new in business. I, you know, haven't really done anything before. I'm not really surrounded by people right now who are, you know, people who sort of can lift me up. I'm sort of surrounded by the bitchers, complainers, and moaners. So what would you tell them? Like, where can they look to sort of build a, a larger circle? Yeah, this is a good answer. Suck it up, sucker fish. It's your <laughs> fault. Look, we are exactly where we choose to be and you can do anything about it. Right now, you have no more excuses. That's all complete BS because right now people are more accessible than any time in the history of the planet Earth. Back to the cell phone, you have access right this second in your hand, more information and knowledge than Bill Clinton did as president of the United States of America. Right now, you have access to more people, global economy than ever before. You have people's uh, you know, Instagrams, you have Facebook, you have LinkedIn. Guess what? You can direct message all these people. That's how I get access is I just reach out. Every single day, I dedicate at least 20 to 30 minutes, not a lot of time, and I just direct message people that I want to hang out with. And this key is, Who's getting the results that you want for yourself and surround yourself with people we have respect for and stop hanging out with people we have influence over. I love it. No, that's such a good, that's such a good tip. And I think that could be used inside business and in our personal lives. Um, the same. That's amazing. 
So uh, I keep going on because this we're missing a, a key element. You'll like us. Yeah. Necessivity. Listen to me, everyone watching this right now. We do not want our brains picked. We do not want to go to dinner with you. I don't want to go to lunch. I don't want to have a cup of coffee with you. I don't know you. However, if you can have specificity, you can open the door to everybody. I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. If I reach out to the founder of NASCAR and said, listen, I, Mike, I need uh, 12.5 minutes of your time. I'll cover all my own costs from traveling to California to Florida. From the time I open the door till the time I leave, I'll start a watch for 12 and a half minutes. I'm going to ask you one simple question why you didn't quit your challenging times or whatever it is. The chance of them giving me that 12.5 minutes goes astronomically through the roof. But so many people want to pick our brains and take us all this stuff and it just doesn't work that way. It's the same thing if I'm on stage and there's 10,000 people and you get off and they, they, they rush you, it's, it's an amazing feeling, but they all say the nicest things. How can I work with you? Um, how can I be of contribution? How can I be of service? Amazing. However, I don't know who you are and I don't got 30 minutes to do a resume check. There's a long line of people. But if you came up to me and said, dude, love your thing. Saw you on Instagram. You have a half a million followers. I make uh, great memes. Let me send you one. If you like it, you'll use me. 15 seconds. I know who you are, what you do. You got my cell phone. Specificity is the key to getting access. Absolutely. And, and certainly showing value. Yeah, that, that's great. So you are, like you said, your greatest accomplishment is your son, Colt. So how are you balancing, right? How are you balancing this whole, you know, parent thing plus this busy entrepreneur life? Like I'm a mother of four kids under the age of five. So everyone wants these nuggets. Yeah. First of all, I'm not a good spokesperson for this because I got the greatest ex-former wife in the world. <laughs> I've got a great former wife and we are, we're really good co-parents and we get along really good. And we acknowledge and sat down before we had our separation said, how are we going to raise our kid from now to 18? Talk about grown up, right? And then we sat down and, and we spelled it out. And so there was no miscommunication or misunderstandings. And then what we did is we stood by that those bylaws. And now we're raising our son together, even though we're separate and her boyfriend's cool and we all get along great. The main thing is we're following a blueprint, a strategy for moving forward. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. And so how, how do you balance sort of your time with him, like traveling um, and your time with him? Because like a lot of us who are in the entrepreneur world, you know, we've got to be present with our businesses, but we want to be equally as present with our children. Are there any yeah. specific I, tips? I, I'm all inclusive, but I only have one kid. So it's, it's not fair to you because it's not, you know, the same thing. It's pretty easy if yeah. I'm jumping on a plane from here to Las Vegas to get an extra seat for him to come along with me and, yeah. you know, carry books in the back. And not only that, but he digs it. In fact, uh, last year when he was seven, when he was a kid, you can go to his uh, Spotify channel, mm -hmm. eight old, right? Colt, <laughs> Ashley Reed, Colt Reed, and he did a thing called uh, Confidence is the Secret and I'm the Businessman. And and they they became the Amazon top number one best-selling audio track for an eight-year-old. How crazy is that? Yeah, absolutely. So cool. So cool. But I would expect nothing less <laughs> with you as the dad. <laughs> well, it's so funny because he does this thing called a mantra. And I, I brought in one of my engineers, Roy Smooth, and he put it to music. And before he goes to sleep every night, he says, my name's Colt. I'm happy. I'm powerful. I'm brave. I'm wise. I'm worthy. I'm successful. I help people. And so he took it to hip hop music and made it into a track. And now people are listening to it on their iPads. Go figure. I love it. So do you use any of those? So in our podcast, we call that some like mindfulness practices, affirmations, all that. Do you personally subscribe to any of those practices yourself? Daily. In fact, I write them, I put them out. 
if you follow again on Instagram, Greg S. Reed, you know, you'll see them pop up each and every day. And the funny thing is I got a lot of crap from my friends because everyone else is putting the same Zig Ziglar and, you know, old used up cliche uh, quotes out there. And it says, well, I've done 110 projects. I go, why don't I put my own quotes? So I started putting my own quotes out there and they took off. And one of them I was uh, seeing 37 million times, I guess, last year alone. So not bad. Oh, wow. That, that's amazing. Was there ever a time in your life where you were not using those practices and then, you know, you began using them and saw a difference? Or have you always just been in sort of a mindful space? Yeah, it's always been around. So it's so funny because people that are watching this for the first time, you go, oh, all these books. I can't read. I can't write. I'm dyslexic. Play me words with friends. I win every time. So again, you work your strengths and you hire your weaknesses. So I'm full of hot air, as you see, I'm a good talker, but I'm not a good writer. So what I did is I got ghost writers and editors and they take my words and craft them in a way that people would want to read it. I'd sit there and say, a boy wants a bike, gets off his ass, takes a lawnmower, mows lawn, makes money, buys bike. There's my story. And then they'll take it and say, it was a glorious Sunday afternoon. When a young bright-eyed lad caught the entrepreneur and they make it into a book, right? That's her job. So much so, check this out. I just got a star on the Walk of Fame in Las Vegas for being an author. And yet, oh, awesome, Greg. Yet, I can't even really. <laughs> people always say, Oh, I love your writing. I go, Well, I love my ghostwriter's writing because she's amazing. Uh, I said, But these are the messages that I wanted to get out to the world. No, that's amazing. And I think that speaks also to this thing where, you know, all of us obviously have our strengths and our weaknesses. And so we should be playing off of our strengths and sort of getting assistance with those areas that we can grow. So what is your practice for um, self-growth? So obviously you've done a ton of stuff. You're always doing things. Is there anything that you do to sort of stay on, um, you know, stay on the edge where you're, you know, constantly being innovative, anything that inspires you or, or things like that? Yeah. Always trying something different, always doing something new, something out of the uh, provial, uh, you know, comfort zone. If it's if it's easy, I'm not a big fan of it. So I, I, I attempt things that I probably shouldn't have. I, I'm telling you, I am probably the least qualified human to do what I do. The only difference between me is I have stickability. I, I will not quit until I see my job through. And so I'm always looking for new things. In fact, uh, as you're, you're well aware. I interviewed the founder of Make-A-Wish and I asked him what his wish was. And uh -huh. he said he wanted his story to be told. So I said, oh, I'll make it into a major feature film. What do I know about making a movie? I live on the beach in San Diego and got to be in English. So he trusted me, took over his life rights. Check it out. We, uh, <laughs> it's trending on Netflix right now. And we made the ballad for the Oscars last year just by working strengths and hiring your weaknesses. That is the key. So at no time, even though I produced and made a major feature film, I never worked the camera. I, I didn't do casting. I didn't do the same. I put it together. I orchestrated it. And people keep losing that idea that you have to do every single thing. You don't. No, I love that. Okay, so last question here. So 2021 is coming up. So for people who want to make major moves, if you have three things to tell them that they should start applying to their life in 2021, what would it be? Seek, seek counsel, not opinion. Look for people that are actually getting the results you want. When I wanted to be a best-selling author, I went to Barnes and Noble and I bought every best-selling book. I didn't want to be a great writing author. I want to be a great best-selling author. I asked them what the trick, the techniques did it for myself. Door number one. Door number two, um, you know, this is a, an interesting little turning point for, for me personally. I'll, I'll, I'll share one with you because it's so powerful. It's called CPC, 
And if someone would have taught me this when I was a kid, I think my life would have been differently. And I just learned it a few years ago. And I realized I've been implementing it, but not as good as I could. So this is the last one I'm going to give you. CPC. It's an acronym that stands for Clues, Patterns, Choices. Listen, this is life-changing stuff I'm about to share with you. It's so simple. CPC, Clues, Patterns, Choices. It's about accountability and responsibility for every single thing that happens. It's not someone else's fault. It's yours. And it works like this. If I go out on a first date, I'm a single guy and she's 20 minutes late. Well, that's the first C. That's a clue, a little red flag. But if I go on the fifth, sixth, seventh date and I continue to see her and every time she's 20 minutes late, that forms the P, the pattern. Now it's my C choice, whether I deal with it, yell at her, break up with her, whatever, but it's not her fault. She's just late. Stop trying to change people to fit in your own little paradigm. It's like seeing someone with a bad reputation in business. They cheat your best friend. You do business with them thinking, oh, it'll be different for me. And then things go wrong and you're mad at the person. It's the same thing as seeing a rattlesnake rattle, bite your kid's sister. You go to pet it, get bit, and you're mad at the snake. It's about accountability and responsibility. If you look back in life, we are never angry at the relationships that went sour that we were in. We're never angry at the business opportunities that didn't go. We're usually mad that we stayed in too long because we saw the clue, we saw the pattern, but we didn't make our choices quicker. I love it. And that is the beauty of Greg Reed. Awesome. This is great stuff that I know people will absolutely use. Thank you so much for joining us. I look forward to seeing you next time. Oh, this is awesome. It's great seeing you. Keep smiling. I will. Bye, Greg. So I hope you enjoyed that interview with Greg. Lots of nuggets that we can apply in our life and businesses. If these topics are interesting to you, go ahead and check out maxingyou.com or follow us on IG at maxing underscore you. I look forward to sharing more insight with you on the next episode of Maxing You. This was another episode of Maxing You. Keep up with Coach T off the podcast and follow our Instagram at maxing underscore you. Follow us. Want some more of Maxing You? Yeah, I'm lit. Yeah. Visit our site, maxingyou.com.